the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. Smooth like butter, sweet like honey. Looks so good like she made of money. She's blonde, five foot two, and 102 pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. It's a woman's world. is all mine mine all mine reminds me of a great song from the 90s who remembers that song from jane's addiction addiction it's all mine you don't remember that song great song y'all google it um i don't know the song of for the army the u.s army i'm the daughter of two marines i learned how to play the marine corps hymn on on my little toy organ uh by the time i was five I don't, I don't know the song for the U.S. Army. I would sing it for y'all right now since today is the birthday of the U.S. Army, okay? Um, I'm not even sure what we call – do we call – what's the nickname? For Marines, it's Jarheads. For the Army, are they grunts? Is that what they're called? I don't think that's it. I've heard a term, and I'm I'm drawing a blank. Okay. If you're if you're army, call it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm not. I know it doesn't sound like I'm doing a great job honoring you guys, but we actually love all the branches of the military. I just know so so much more about the Marines because I was born at Lejeune. But we, you know, how much we love all of you that have served, currently serve, have families who've served. In fact, every family member serves, in my opinion. I know what it's like for the family members. 888-344-1170. If you are U.S. Army, please give us a call because I would love to thank you on air for your service. And you know what? When I think about the families, a lot of, if you've never been in a family growing up in the service, you might not realize that, yeah, while there's benefits like we have good, you know, not good, but we have free health care. I could do a whole story on, on military medicine. And, yeah, we get to shop at the commissary and, you know, the base exchange. Um, you get paid very little. It gets paid very little. Even the officers don't necessarily get paid what they would make in the private sector. You got to you got to work your way up and become like a political weasel uh, in order to make any any money really in in the military. Most military families don't make much money at all. Um, so I, I'm thinking of the military families that are stationed here in San Diego County. Even if they're on base base housing, they're struggling right now in this economy. That's a, that's a part of our community that we don't really talk about much in terms of how they're affected by things, you know, economics. So um, we love you, every branch. Happy birthday to the U.S. Army. Um, and again, if you are U.S. Army, 888-344-1170, you can call us here and we will thank you for your time and service. Um, you know who I got no thanks for today, my man, Skins? John Roberts. Why do we not know who the leaker is from the draft opinion? If that had been a draft opinion, it seemed like it would be that hard to figure out. Well, of course not. There's there's only what nine justices, right? And how many staff members do each of them have? And I think we can count Kavanaugh and ACB 
and Alito and Justice Thomas take their clerks off. Although you never know, because Kavanaugh was so concerned about pleasing. Think about it. The, the, the nominee who was the target for complete destruction to the degree to where there was noise being made about his children needing to be removed from his home because he was such a threat to women with these false allegations of him gang raping and, and, and others. That's the one whose life um, has just been, been threatened with assassination. One of the first things he did to try to appease the, uh, the, the, the Marxist terrorist uh, was to assign an all-female staff. So we don't necessarily know that it's a staffer of one of the far left justices. It could be one that some, you know, squishy Republican decide to nominate to try to appease the left. We don't know who it is. And I didn't check today. Are the protests still going on out, out in front of the home? Well, yeah, they are. In fact, finally, the House decided. Good question. Good, good job, producer, moving me into uh, the, this article here. Airport. News, thank you. Um, the House of Representatives gave their final congressional approval Tuesday to a bill uh, that would bolster Supreme Court security and lights of threats. What it would do is it would, um, um, it was already uh, approved by the Senate, so it moves to Biden's desk to be signed into law. I'm pretty sure. I mean, this is going to be a unanimous, speedy way through. Uh, yeah, well, we'll see. We'll see what Biden decides to do, whether or not he's going to sign it or, or, you know. Have somebody sign it. He doesn't know where he is half the time. Um, what it supposedly would do is provide um, 24-hour security for outside their homes. This has been going on for, what, six, eight weeks now? Joe, uh, John Roberts needs to release the name of the leaker. He's either directly or indirectly hiding it. Either he knows who it is and he's flat out hiding it from the American people, or he's obstructing justice and doing everything that he can to stop the name from being released. Oh, sure. Because how long has it been now? So, yeah. I mean, there's there's no way. I mean, good grief. Um, you know, um, I think they solved the case of Jack the Ripper and the Green River Killer in, in less time than has been going on with this leaker. And, he, and he's slow walking. He's also, I believe, slow walking the decision. At this point... It, it, you know, a lot of people disagreed with the idea that our friend Ed Martin was the first to put out there oh, from it. Pro-America Report. He was like, get that get that decision out immediately, because the longer it takes, um, it's the, the more it's going to feed the notion that this pressure, the leak was intended to intimidate them, intended to change their decision. And at this point. Ed was absolutely right. The longer it goes on, then it then it sets the stage that if they do change it, if they do water it down, it's going to be assumed that it was under this pressure. I'll tell you, the longer that goes on, the more I think they are going to change their decision. Absolutely. That's why. I think that there's been a battle going on with Alito and Justice Thomas saying, no, oh, no. But then we've got Kavanaugh, who did everything he could to, you know, appease the people that tried to destroy him. I mean, how dumb. There's that, what's that old thing about being nice to a fault? That's to a fault. When you, when, when you are basically laying down to those who have literally tried to destroy you. I'm just fearful of whatever the decision is. You know, because of what has happened with the leak, it's just going to be a mess. Well, but it's 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 it is going to be a mess, which is why Roberts should no longer be be um, supreme justice. He shouldn't. He's he has no, he either has no control over the court, or he did this and threw it under the bus. Threw the court under the bus. The way he's handled it shows that he is not uh, he's not fit to be in the position uh, as chief justice. Um, 
I pre- I predict that it this will this this leak will serve its purpose, and that Justice uh, Roberts will get what he wants, which is some kind of um, fence post writing squishy. We're not going to overturn Roe v. Wade, but we'll we'll try to put into law some kind of protections against um uh that, that make it possible for states to to put in protections and then they'll write what those protections are they'll craft the law on behalf of the country so what what percentage chance do you give honestly the the the, the preliminary statement that was already given that that that's going to hold into the in the, the final decision well the 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 only statement that came really was from justice thomas who said and by the way i'm super excited Ah, you got um, the book today. I know. His people sent me the book, Created Equal, <gasps> in his own words. I cannot wait to read, read, read this book. This is going to be um, my my summer read. Um, he was the one who basically said we're not going to be intimidated. Um, he must be talking we as in him and Alito because clearly Kavanaugh can be intimidated and so can, I mean, a- ACB signaled how she's intimidated uh, when she was in the hearings, she intimidates herself. She twists herself into a pretzel into Olga Corbett. Who remembers that creepy gymnastic routine from Olga Corbett back in the seventies? That it's legendary. Google it. There, you know, some of the some of the ways she contorted herself was just literally. It just hurt even to watch it. It was so. But she's twi- worried about what people are going to think because yes. oh, her religion might you know yeah. uh, sway her decision. So I have to make the opposite decision, and then she yes, she's killed exactly. Her. Exactly. That's what she does. And, and somebody may question um, me at some way. So I've got to take my opinions and my thoughts and my processes out of it and, and, and give other people what they want so they don't accuse me of actually applying my Why own principles. Bench, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, meanwhile, I don't know. Uh, Joe Biden is probably going to do all that he can to slow walk signing this into law because they still have what they want. Whoever was behind this leak, they still have the threats, the the illegal. This is what 18 U.S. Code 5337 it makes it against the law uh, to intimidate uh, a judge. This is literally obstruction of justice that continues to happen. Neighbors are starting to speak out. Um. One neighbor said that it was overwhelming people and that uh, that it's people from outside the area who are organizing the protest. These are not people from within their area. She said that she, there is a staging point in a parking lot nearby. Um, another problem that they have is that they typically appear two evenings a week, Wednesdays and Saturdays, and they come in around 7 p.m. Uh, when, uh, according to this resident, when many local residents are putting their children to bed, um, that it, and it's so loud that they're just not even able to put their children to sleep, which means the children are being tra- tormented and traumatized by this nonsense happening out on their street. Um, the neighbor said they picked the exact time and they don't care. She said, literally, there's no way on a Wednesday night you can put your kid to bed. While there are ground rules set by law enforcement, the source said the protesters are loud and intimidating. Um, Rules set by law enforcement? How about enforcing the law? Because this is illegal to be doing this in the United States of America. She said she went on to say it's loud because they have drummers, they have a megaphone, and they chant. They yell all kinds of things. They have told neighbors, F you, F your children, things like that. She says, and they're so abusive towards the neighbors and intimidating. Why hasn't the governor of Georgia, Youngkin, sent in the National Guard and arrested these people? Why? Why is there not blockades set up on the street to where they're not only residents are allowed in at this point?
There's no excuse for this. This is happening because the entire system in D.C. wants this to happen. And this will not end until they get what they want. And if you watch Kavanaugh, you have to know in those hearings that this is absolutely doing the job. That's my prediction. Same thing with ACB. Absolutely. Yeah, it's not the true conservatives that we're, that we're worried about. Right. Um, the resident said there are noise ordinance, ordinances that limit things like leaf blowers, and yet these ordinances are not uh, apparently not followed by the protesters. They're breaking all kinds of laws out there. What we've been also told is that this is, quote, behaving within the bounds of the law, and the only law that could be enforced is the federal law, that they're not supposed to protest outside of the home of judicial officers, but the federal partners decline to enforce that law. Whether it is threats, open threats and intimidation in the course of obstruction of justice, law breaking that's allowed to happen, or whether it's somebody gunning down a woman with an eight-month-old in a stroller and getting two months uh, probation when it was attempted murder of two Americans, whether it's smashing grabs all across this country, uh, they want this crime wave that's happening. The this the the. What's going on outside Kavanaugh's home and also ACB's home um, was intimidation of uh, an obstruction of justice. Is it not intimidation against us to have this crime wave? They want us coward in our homes. They want us coward in our homes. They want us fear, fearful. It's always about fear. BLM and Antifa, their reign of terror was all meant to, to bully us in, into submission. And it worked. The Republican Party gave them Juneteenth Day. Everything with COVID. Yeah, everything with COVID. Fear intimidation submission you don't go along with us and you don't go along with us and stay inside your home you don't go along with us and then you you better wear a mask or you're not going to be able to go into a grocery store you're not going to be able to go into a do a drugstore you're not going to be able to go into a grocery anywhere your job and then it was um you better go along with us and get the shot or you're not going to be able to earn a living and feed your family this is tyranny fascism authoritarianism and there is no end to it um Skins found an article tonight. This is primary night. We're going to hopefully have some more results when we come back from break. But um, the polling numbers are obviously abysmal. There's no it's it would be guaranteed a red wave in November. But for the election fraud that continues to happen, we've got some updated information for you on that. Um, But uh, according to this article that. And who did you bring this in? This is from Newsmax. Uh, Skins found this article. Uh, only five of 50 Senate Democrats commit to Biden in 2024. I mean, what does that tell you? I, I, I mean, yeah, they might not have the same outlook as, as what we do, but they know he is tanking anything that they stand for. Now, <laughs> the five are the usual suspects. Uh, Chucky Schumer, who actually called for violence against Gorsuch and Kavanaugh, which, of course, he was calling for. Oh, there's going to be a torment. You're going to pay the price. Well, they can't be. They're nominated for life. What price are they going to pay? You're going to toilet paper their house? No, this was the this was the the price that they were going to pay. The intimidation. Tim Kaine of Virginia, Cory Booker, (laughs) Spartacus of New Jersey, Jack Reed of Rhode Island and Chris Coons of Delaware, of course. Um they have to, and you know what? It, it, none of them really want him on the ticket in 2024, but they got to give him some support. So they, you know, they might not have even talked to these five Democrats. It could be just those are the names that got pulled out of a hat because they got to pretend that Biden has somebody supporting him. All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we got to shift gears. We got to talk about, um, 
don't. We might we might shift gears to give you guys a little local story in San Diego. Speaking of cars and energy, how else are they going to torture you to get you to give up your cars? Well, it's happening in University City, and we're going to share that story with you when we come back. Stay tuned. AK, Dynamite in a Dress, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, don't call her fake news. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. I know um, I told you I was going to talk about uh, this road diet situation here in San Diego. I am going to get to that. Uh, but first, I wanted to bring in my buddy, my goomba, my pal. On, the, spicy, uh, the spicy fried the chicken spicy has fried chi- Yes. On, I know it's Taco Tuesday, but it's also Primary Tuesday. So we got to switch to some fried chicken because, you know, Brian always brings the best analysis of what's happening around the country with these primaries. <laughs> and I don't know my way necessarily around what's happening in Texas and South Carolina, but, you know, Brian knows what's happening everywhere. And he joins me now. Hello, my dear. Well, you know, what makes this even better is to have some good news to report from Texas. I don't know if you've seen any of the numbers yet, but really good stuff going on in this race in Texas. Now, which race is that in Texas? So that's, so that's the 34th Congressional District. It's deep, deep in the South Texas, Rio Grande, you know, uh, in these districts that are almost entirely Hispanic. Now, so what happened was the longtime Democrat, uh, I, I don't know how to say his first name correctly, Philemon, Philemon Vela, V-E-L-A, mm-hmm. he resigned from Congress in March. Uh, and so this was a special election to fill that seat. Now, if no one gets 50 percent of the vote, then it goes to a runoff. But it's an at-large so it's not a primary election, a partisan primary election. It's an at-large special election. Okay. So it's different than the other races on the ballot tonight everywhere else. So the whole thing comes down to somebody getting 50 percent of the vote. Now, this district, I don't think this district has gone for Republican uh, in 100 years. I will wow. have to go back and see. So the, currently, uh, and this has just changed in the last few minutes, so the Republican, uh, Mayra or Myra, it's M-A-Y-R-A, Flores, mm-hmm. the Republican, has 50.9% of the vote. Uh, Dan Sanchez, the Democrat, has 43.5% of the vote, and some other people have small small numbers below the two of them. So what changed in the last few minutes was uh, Flores had under 50%, had about 49% um, until a few minutes ago. And there's now 73% of the vote reported. So somebody's going to have to go stuff some ballot boxes quick, uh, <laughs> or this will be the biggest upset in uh, a long time uh, politically for uh, Republicans. So you start making, you know, we saw this in 2020, Andrea. We mm-hmm. saw we saw uh, the numbers change oh, yeah. uh, in, in South Texas. We saw Hispanic districts going for Trump, going for Republicans. Uh, and now we're seeing a, an election where that is sending a, a Republican to Congress, potentially. As long as this number holds over 50 percent tonight, there will be no runoff in August. And Flores goes, uh, I think, right to Congress, doesn't wait at all, just goes right in. 
Well, what do you know? Yeah, Breitbart is saying that this is uh, perhaps most importantly uh, uh, voters in Texas 34th, meaning that this is probably their most important race that Breitbart is looking at. What do you know about Texas in terms of, I know that they had rewritten some new election integrity laws that quite frankly didn't go far enough for me. What do you know about their mail-in ballot situation, if anything? Because, you know, I fear that this is just going to become de rigueur, I guess, that every election now we got to have all these mail-in ballots counted and and that's just a way for them to just steal an election on the back end it worked for them in 2018 here in california six congressional seats republicans went to bed overnight being declared pretty much the winner and then once votes were counted on the back end mail-in votes um because of ballot harvesting and that was even before covid then suddenly they lost it had to do with absentee ballots and what do you know about that possibility in texas well, we're not seeing much about it yet, but as you've seen, you know, when these races are stolen is when you have 70 to 90 percent reported and then all of a sudden, you know, you wake up the next day and oh, yeah. there was a bunch of mail ballots that came in, all that. As, you know, we're seeing that over and over. And the problem that I have with the Republicans in Texas is that they are very spineless. Uh, I mean, I don't yeah. know for a, such a supposedly red state. It has some of the worst Republican leaders in the country, and I I don't understand where they find them, but they really are not fighters. And so, you know, I mean, if if that's what ends up happening. But I would also say that, you know, this is a region you talk about South Texas, Rio Grande. You talk about these heavily, heavily Hispanic districts. These are regions that Democrats have taken for granted for so long. Mm -hmm. They probably haven't spent 10 cents in these districts in in decades or five minutes of their time these were just assumed to be in the bag so right. and and so let me tell and these and this excuse me for interrupting and and no, uh, no. this this community kind of like our hispanic community down here and we don't even have the flood coming across our borders like they have there you know they know that this is hurting them economically they know the fentanyl that's oh, coming yeah. across they know the human trafficking that's coming across and the child sex trafficking and they don't want that in their community and they know that biden's behind this they're also got a shortage of baby formula and now feminine hygiene products and that are probably fully uh low you know packed on the shelves for the illegals that community down there doesn't want it the uvalde school rob elementary in uvalde had been locked down 45 times because of the human traffickers coming by there uh from the border so this is but you're right i mean i've been saying for a while i'm tired of all these conservatives that moved to texas going oh yeah moved to texas and i'm like that's not really a red state abbott and and paxton are not really they're not they're not exactly desantis going on there what do you think is going to happen before we get a move on what do you think is going to happen in south carolina trump everybody's saying we got to look and see what trump's power of the endorsement is tonight oh yeah no so yeah so that and i never really thought that this would go our way so it definitely looks like nancy mace has mm. the uh the first district republican primary locked up um it's not she didn't run away with a huge lead excuse me <clears throat> um it's not an enormous lead, It's but uh, Katie Arrington has fallen short by a few thousand votes, 72% reported. So Nancy Mace is the worst kind of Republican oh. rhino who walked right in. She, she's just finishing her first term in Congress. The first thing she did when she took office was to go in there and trash Trump uh, and to be Kevin McCarthy's, you know, whatever. I, I didn't want to say on the radio, but, mm-hmm. you know, the 
the mind, you know, wanders yeah. thinking about the possibilities of what I might be suggesting. But I mean, and I'm just kidding about that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but the bottom, the bottom line is here is that Nancy Mace, I mean, why somebody rents for office? Oh, you know, we really need another establishment hack in Washington. Let's go right in there and be one of those. But that's what she's been. She's been horrible. And Trump said so. So Trump backed Katie Arrington. But the thing is, so Katie Arrington right now is about 46 percent of the vote. 72% reported. So they're separated by a few thousand votes, but I don't think Arrington can close the, the gap. It doesn't look like it. But what I would say is, had Trump not backed Arrington, I don't think this would have been a competitive race at all. I think Nancy would have just probably had 80% of the vote or whatever. So this at least made it a contest. But I think Nancy Mace is one of the most arrogant oh, she's despicable. people that we possibly could have put into our party. Yeah, And, you know, we need to figure out what to do with her because if she rises up through the ranks uh she's she's a female kevin mccarthy is what she is and but more arrogant and yeah she's like she yeah she's on the level of a liz cheney and adam kinzinger and she wrote she she was happy to ride trump's coattails into dc and and then throw him under the bus i want to quickly play a clip yeah um we're talking to brian maloney of red wave america Brian also has an addition to really having a really good understanding of what's going, what happens in elections and what districts and what races to watch. He also has an extensive media background. And so there's a clip making the rounds. Um, I'm not going to spare, I'm not going to torture you by talking about Sean Hannity and what went down with him. I'll save that for the next segment. But I did want to play this clip for you involving Britt Hume and what he had to say about Trump and the January 6th committee. Um, I think this is clip five. What strikes me about this, Brett, is that if they succeed either by damaging him or staining him such that he is either unable or uh, for legal or political reasons to run again, they might end up finding out that they've done the Republican Party a great service because I think a great many Republicans think they can't win with Trump at the head of the ticket again. Um, they're, they're afraid of his supporters and don't want to come out against him directly, um, but they'd like him to go away. If the effect of this committee is to make his possible candidacy go away, I think a great many Republicans would privately be very glad. Your thoughts? Yeah, no, I, I well, I hate to say it, but I think he's right. I mean, I think that the GOP establishment absolutely wants this outcome uh, to occur. But I don't know that anything coming out of this committee would stop him from running again. Uh, I've, I've been saying, and I've said it on your show many times, I'm not sure that he will run again. I mean, I've never really been certain that he would put himself and his wife through this and his family through this again. I, why would you? I mean, why not just go be the kingpin or the, you know, whatever, mm-hmm. the leader of the of the movement or whatever and make your endorsements and do your rallies and back DeSantis? Or why wouldn't you just do that? Why go right. back and do that again? Well, you know, so that's the thing. Well, yeah, I mean, Britt Hume is right. The Republican Party, and it's not just Liz Cheney. There's a reason why when the Republicans came out, the um, McCarthy and all the rest of, of the establishment wing came out the other day and bashed the January 6th committee before the first airing. They didn't mention Liz Cheney's name. Or Adam Kinzinger. Nobody's busted right. her. And it's because the most of the establishment, besides maybe Congressman Biggs and Marjorie Taylor Greene and Lauren Boebert, the rest of the Republican Party wants him to go away. But it's not because... And you and I can can argue whether or not he could win. They think he can. And that's why they want to stop him, because their idea is if they can cut the head off of the snake, then the rest of us, 75 million MAGA voters, they, they squelch the Tea Party movement. And they're trying to do that again to us. 
And well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the Republican Party is. And, you know, uh, final thoughts before I got to let you go on the Nevada race between Laxalt and Sam Brown. Yeah, so we don't have any numbers yet. I think where the polls close, it's seven in Nevada, right? Yeah. Uh, so we don't have any numbers yet, but the bottom line here is so here, okay. So this, the Laxalt name in Nevada, that's an old political name in Nevada that most people live in Nevada now have lived in the state maybe two years. You know, like there aren't many old time locals in Nevada, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, the whole, the whole population, 90% of it is, is a transplant from California or wherever else. So that Laxalt name does not carry the, the uh, whatever that it used to decades ago. Uh, and... So, and Sam Brown, I guess, has been really surging recently. So it'd be an interesting race. I, Laxalt's a good guy, Adam, but I don't. I don't. He doesn't have the um, what is it that you're looking for? The charisma. There's something right. lacking or missing there. That you know, it's a really tough state to win in now because you've had half of California move into the Las yeah. Vegas suburbs. And you got to really have some star power, and he really doesn't. So I don't know as much about Sam Brown, but I well, mean, we got to win some races in Nevada this time because that state went dark, dark, dark blue. Well, uh, and, you know. Well, it could be that, you know, for, I have friends of mine working on the Sam Brown campaign. And when I heard him come out and say there was no election fraud in 2020, Biden legit won. I was like, that's not my dude. Because if you're yeah. going to say that, you're not going to do anything to protect elections going forward. No. And he might be able to win as opposed to Laxalt. Uh, but, you know, uh, it, it's not a win for me. And this breaks my heart to say, because like I said, I got friends that absolutely believe in him. Uh, I believe he's a Christian. I believe that I believe his story. Um, but he's too squishy for me and we've got to stop thinking that the way to win is to get republicans elected who then get in office and act like democrats that's not my idea of a win final yeah, thoughts we might we- as well just leave it for the debt well might right. as well just let the dems keep the seat because it's almost damaging to have yes. a rhino spineless republican in there who's undermining us i just keep the dem there right might as- exactly all right yeah. i'm past the point of a break brian maloney thank you for being here red Thanks. wave america appreciate you All right, y'all stay tuned. Bill Barr yucking it up with the January 6th committee. What's so funny, Bill Barr? Ain't nothing funny about Bill Barr to me, but he was yucking it up. We're going to share that story with you when we come back. And yeah, why are the conservatives so hating on Sean Hannity today? Why is he no longer a fan favorite? Yeah, where do you get a load of this? More Andrea K. Show coming up. Don't go anywhere. Andrea K. Telling you like it is, all while eating a donut. The Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. There it is. That is the theme for the U.S. Army. Today is their birthday. And we just want to continue to extend our thank you to those of you that uh, have uh, served in uh, the U.S. Army. I actually have, I'm the daughter of two Marines, but I have family that served in the Army. Uh, over One over in Germany. My, I had an uncle over at Fort Benning. So um, you got any military in your family skins? Too much the name on air. All right. Well, thank you to them. Any of them in the Army? Uh, my grandfather, both my grandfathers were in the Army, yeah. Okay, Awesome. All right. Um, so, World War. oh, very good. 
Thank you. Uh, thank you to them, your family heroes and, and patriots. Okay, so the January 6th committee, they postponed today. Supposedly they had like a staffing issue. How can you have a staffing issue in D.C. when everybody there is a Democrat and they're all paid out the hoo-ha, you know, to be there? And they all just couldn't wait to have this January 6th thing, right? That's just a bunch of nonsense. The ratings were an absolute dismal failure, um, nobody cares about this when they can't find tampons in the store and paying $8 a gallon of gas, right? I mean, this is a loser, a complete loser. Um, this is the Paul Ryan and Mitt Romney in 2012 level of losing that's going on there. And on top of the fact that there are many of Americans who absolutely understand that there was election fraud that took place. I re- there was just a Democrat who had been kicked out of the House of Representatives in Pennsylvania back in 1980 who was just sentenced. He actually pleaded guilty to all kinds of election fraud that he committed with two judges in the state of Pennsylvania. And it involved federal, state and local elections going back to 2014. Don't tell me there's no fraud going on in the United States of America and it's some big lie. The big lie is that there's no fraud going on. And you know who is a big fat liar that there's no fraud going on? Mr. Big Fat Bill Barr. There, I said it. Worst hire that Trump made should have never put in the OG of the deep state. Here's what he had to say in um, his some uh, big roundtable he did that was videotaped for the January 6th committee clip one. My opinion then and my opinion now is that uh, the election was not stolen by fraud. And uh, I haven't seen anything since the election that changes my mind on that, including the 2000 Mules movie. (laughs) Well, maybe you can uh, assess that 2000 Mules and people are talking about that. Well, I mean, just in a nutshell, you know, I just think the GBI was unimpressed with it. And I was similarly unimpressed with it because I think if you because uh, I was holding my fire on that to see what the photographic evidence was, because I thought, well, hell, if they have a lot of photographs of the same person dumping a lot of ballots in different boxes, you know, that's hard to explain. Um, So I wanted to see what the photographic evidence was. But. The uh, cell phone data is, is singularly unimpressive. I mean, it basically, if you take... We got to stop. Un- unimpressive? The Supreme Court, the FBI. In fact, this same geo-tracking was how the FBI dragged so many in their 800 that they got arrested that they threw in the gulag. He was unimpressed. I'm supposed to be impressed with him using the big word. Oh, it just was unimpressed. So dismissive. He's a liar, the top law enforcement agent in the land, because the attorney general, you know, lawyers, by the way, are officers of the court. And the Department of Justice is the top law enforcement agency in this land and oversees the FBI and other intelligence agencies, other uh, law enforcement agencies. There's fraud after fraud after fraud that happened across this country, and he is a liar. And he's sitting and laughing. And by the way, there weren't photographs. There were videotapes. Videotapes, just like, just like the 40,000 hours of videotapes outside the Capitol that they didn't release. If Trump does want to run in 2024, I'm going to want, I want him primaried and I want him to be, I want him to be asked about who he, who he hired, who were his worst mistakes and why, what he would do different, who he would hire outside of DC and what his plans are day one, who he's going to fire.
because we cannot have this kind of continued corruption going on in the United States of America with the Department of Justice. This is the same man. I guarantee you he was not asked about his obstruction of justice in which he instructed. I guess he wasn't impressed by the evidence against Hunter Biden, right? Because he instructed U.S. attorney's offices around the country to not investigate. I'm not impressed with you, Bill Barr. You don't strike me as being particularly intelligent. You don't strike me as being particularly, uh, uh, you know, um, understanding of the law. If you don't think or understanding of anything, if you're not impressed with the evidence because it's real. Shame on him. And you know who else? I, I haven't. I, I was never impressed with Bill Barr. Did I not? Was was the when when Bill Barr uh, were you producing for me or was it st- sticks at that point? Carrot sticks during his nominations. I can't quite remember. It's been uh, just about three years, you and I. Yeah. Um, so then it was, I, I don't remember, but whether it was you or Sticks, I said then he was a mistake in his nomination hearings. You don't want to know why? Because even not knowing anything about him, here's what I knew, that he was attorney general back during 41. Not W, not George W. Bush, but his father. What does that tell you? This is somebody who's a deep state, swamp dweller. How do you drain the deep state when you deep state and drain the swamp when you're putting the dude who, who protected it all those years in as the attorney general? And I tell you something else. I got a call out tonight. Sean Hannity, y'all still watching Sean Hannity, Mister? He changed for four years under the Trump administration. He rebranded his show and made the intro of his show to be holding them accountable. Holding them accountable, breaking news, indictments coming tonight. He was going to be the guy that that was going to share to, to the American people the truth about what was going on inside the Trump administration. He was probably behind that Q nonsense. Well, come to find out, Mr. Holding Them Accountable was sending text messages to Kaylee McEnany on J- January 7th, trying to get Trump to uh, to give a, a, a pardon, a pardon to Hunter Biden in order to smooth things over couple of points to make why should trump try to smooth anything over he didn't commit any crimes or do anything wrong on january 6 and if trump needed to do anything to smooth things over why is mr holding them accountable suggesting that it come in the form of giving a pass to the greatest level of corruption and graft that's ever been perpetrated that we know of by a vice president of the united states that's what Sean Hannity, Mr. Holding Them Accountable's idea was. And he went on to not only wanting to get Trump to give a, a, a pardon to Hunter Biden, but also wanted him to never talk again about the election of 2020. If you still think that Sean Hannity should have a show, oh, you know what, he should have a show, but, you know, I don't care if he has a show, but he might want to move over to MSNBC or or put uh you know Rachel Maddow she's only on one night a week maybe bring her in as co-host full time because the biggest phony hack ever in conservative media I've been done with him a long time hopefully now other people will be as well because if you're giving eyeballs to Sean Hannity you're giving you're 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 aiding and abetting the corruption and the graft in the deep state in Washington DC I know I'm past the point of a break we're going to take I hate a break to say it, even if you support Tucker you're doing the same thing yeah yeah, we don't know what Tucker's doing behind the scenes as these guys are putting on this pretense. It was obvious that Hannity was so phony because for two years it was, tune in tonight, tune in tonight, and there was never any indictment that was coming. It was all lies. Made him a lot of money, though. Dude supposedly owns 200 pieces of property. Paid for by you. Watching Sean Hannity and Fox News. We're going to take a break. 
Andrea Kay, bringing the world a much-needed reality check. You're listening to The Andrea Kay Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea Kay Show. You know, since Biden took office, um, all of his clear you know, inabilities to form a sentence. And I mean, we, we, we have a laugh almost every night we play like your daily dose of non-clarity. People have been like, who is, who is really running the country? Because it can't be this guy, right? It cannot be this guy who called yesterday, (laughs) a civil rights activist called her Karen Nagasaki. That can't be the guy running this country. Well, I think we found out who really is running the country. Uh, Skins, please play clip four. He's going to talk about drug reform and any other things that I want him to. Mm-hmm. He'll talk about um, mm-hmm. anything that I want him to that he believes in. If I say this is important to me, mm-hmm. then he will work a way in which to make it a part of his, his of his platform. Recognize that voice, anybody? I mean, it's kind of hard a little bit. It sounds like there's this is the second time I've listened to this clip. It kind of sounds like he's kind of slurring. Like he might be, I don't know, on crack or something, right? <laughs> Long live the king. Yeah, that's crackhead Hunter Biden bragging. This is audio from his laptop. You know, the laptop that had all kinds of criminal activity on it, emails, bragging about uh, in meetings with his dad and, you know, money for the big guy. You know, that uh, Mr. Big, big Bill Barr, uh, you know, stopped investigations of. He's bragging. He's going to talk about drug reform. And look about crackhead talking about drug reform what's crackhead's idea of drug reform making it making it more available more accessible you know what maybe hunter biden it was his idea to have the 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 safe smoking oh yeah the safe smoking kits that had crack pipes in it that was hunter biden's genius free crack pipes to everybody he'll talk about anything i want him to talk in talk him to i want him to I can't even understand what he's saying here that he believes in. If I say this is important to me, then he will work a way in which to make it a part of his platform. My dad respects me more than he respects anyone in the world. I know that to be certain. Yeah. You know what? He, he likely might respect you. A dude that had to have all of his teeth redone because of his cry. You know what? I'm not, I'm not mocking addicts. But this addict was allowed to break gun laws. This addict was allowed to leave a car with all kinds of drug paraphernalia that he rented, that he rented and left at a rental car facility in Arizona. This man's been able to break how many laws with drug addiction? Right. Including images that were on his laptop that were supposedly, obviously, allegedly with underage girls. Right. That I have a problem with. And even most importantly, I have a problem with the corruption and the graft that Sean Hannity thought might just be wiped clean to smooth things over with D.C. All right. Thanks for being here tonight. We'll see you tomorrow night. Hump day, 6 p.m. Pacific time. Peace out. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.